There we go, Northern Soul Anthem Lost Summer Love. Lorraine, thank you for coming on to uh, Radio New York. You're welcome. Lovely, lovely to chat to you. Yeah, so... Um, Tell me about Lorraine Silver's career. I mean, it started in rather a young, unusual way, didn't it? Oh, it did. Gosh, going way, way back, 1964. I was I was 13 years old, and you can all work out the maths. 13. Um, I decided in my school holidays to go up to Oxford Street, London. My parents knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. In the school holidays, and in those days, there were these uh, do-it-yourself recording booths in, in stations, and this particular one was in the Woolworths. And I put my two shillings in, sang my heart out. I sang Brang Highlands. Uh, filled with a kiss. Oh, lovely. Produced this acetate. And I'd obviously done my research, and the nearest recording studios in those days from Oxford Street was Pie Records up in Marble Arch. Okay. And I was with, I was with a school friend, and I just walked around there with this acetate record, went up to the reception desk and asked if someone would, would listen to it and give their opinion. Left my address, just like that. Yeah. You know? And it was about... Six weeks later, I mean, those days, it was all letters, obviously. Yes, of letter came, yeah, through the door. They were really interested. They were very impressed what they heard would I come up for an audition. I mean, oh, my goodness. Um, childhood dream. Yeah, of course. Years old. My parents would say hadn't known anything about it. So my dad went up with me, and I, I did an audition, uh, actually, at the studios mm-hmm. for Tony Hatch's um, sort of assistant at the time, Tony Reeves. Right. And got signed up there and then. I mean, they were really impressed. I didn't sound like a 13-year-old. I was probably sort of quite mature for my age. Yeah. And I was offered a two-year recording contract. I was Fantastic. sent away. I know. I was sent away to learn the marvelettes. I'll keep holding on. Mm-hmm. So I had there with my set record player, <laughs> learning this song for about six weeks. And so I think I knew it backwards. And then I got a call saying, nope, they changed their minds. They'd found this other song for me, and it was by an American singer called Shelley Fabres, right. who was an actress as well. She'd done quite a bit with Elvis. And it was called Lost Summer Love, mm-hmm. and I learned that. So, and it was a totally different sort of song. And, and her version, if, if anybody out there has ever heard it, it's very twee American 60s. Yeah. Of course, when I did it, they'd really put the big, the big sound of the 60s on it. It was a completely different version. Um, so I did that one, and the B-side to that one was uh, a cute little song, I Know You'll Be There. Right. And I also did the recording session for Happy Faces, which was written for me by Johnny Harris, mm-hmm. who at the time was uh, responsible for all the Petula Clark hits. So he arranged that one. And uh, the B-side to that was the Supreme's Love Light started shining through his eyes. Lovely. Well, we started with Lost Summer Love, so uh, let's flip it over. Play the other side. This is I Know You'll Be There. And it was all, you know, in those days, it was all live, musicians. I mean, it was amazing. And actually, on bass guitar on all those tracks was Klaus Warman, who was associated with the Beatles. Oh, was, see. Yeah, do you remember Klaus? Warman? No, no, afraid not. Oh, well, he actually designed the revolver cover. Oh, right. For, uh, yeah, yeah, he had a lot to do with the Beatles when they were in Hamburg, so, uh, yeah. Great. So, I mean, as a 13-year-old girl yeah. then, that must have, must have taken your breath away. It must have been... Um... It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, to be in a, in a studio with live musicians mm. at 13 years old. I mean, I was very lucky. They gave me time off school and everything. I was quite the heroine at the school when yeah. they actually produced these records. Uh, but it was, you know, it was, it was a dream. I know today the kids say, you know, it was my dream and everything. But I think in those days, it really was. And they expected great things to happen, you know, with Lost Summer Love. I, I was appointed a manager. Um, at the time, this particular manager had a number one hit with the Overlanders. Right. With their version of Michelle, the Beatles song. Uh-huh. 
got to number one. I mean, I'd had all the publicity, the whole bit I was promised, ready, steady, go. But they had a number one hit. And, of course, I was... I was Edged dropped out. As, yeah, yeah, and only 500 copies was ever pressed up of Lost Summer Love. Hence, nowadays, it's very rare. It is, yeah. It's oh. uh, very expensive if you can get hold of a copy. I know, yeah. I know. It goes, I think... Uh, few weeks ago six hundred dollars in america well, mind you i mean happy really? happy faces that's uh, very collectible as well it is and i love that song mm. i mean out of all of them i think you know i mean I, I love singing that live i think it's a great song i really do uh yeah and that's also collectible obviously well yeah nice track uh, shall we have a listen to that from 1966 then this is your uh, these happy faces From 1966 then, there is Lorraine Silver with her cover of the Supremes, When the Love Light Starts Shining Through His Eyes, the flip side to the happy people. So, I mean, but um, it's 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 rather unusual way to start music by uh, you know, cutting your own song and taking it into the record studio, yeah, especially for someone as, as young as you. Yeah. But uh, there were other young stars as well, weren't there? I mean, did you meet people like Lulu? She was uh, on the circuit about the same time. I did. Helen Shapiro. No, I never met Helen. I, I, I have met her since, but at the time, yeah, Lulu, um, yes, yeah, a couple of years older than me. Um, we were doing our Ready Steady Radio. Now, Keith Fordyce was introducing it. It was Radio Luxembourg, mm-hmm. and we were doing it from the Marquee Club, and that's where I met her. Um, we were both, uh, yeah, miming to our songs to a live audience, and I would say 13 years old. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it was quite something, and I did loads for Radio Luxembourg as well at the time. That was quite a big thing and i can actually remember you know uh the first time i ever heard my record played on radio luxembourg with a little transistor radio in my ear about midnight one night it came on you know you know it was an incredible station Uh, it was i remember listening to it as a boy in the 70s yeah emperor roscoe and um, yeah yeah all that ollie henry yes so i mean it was so so exciting even if it was for such a brief period you know um and I didn't really do anything else until I was in my, my 20s. I mean, it's always something I always wanted to do, loved to do, but obviously I carried on with my school life. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. And I actually got married, and then I decided in, in my 20s, um, yeah, I had the bug, and I went on, I actually got on New Faces. Oh, right, yeah, faces. yeah. But of course, in, in the 70s, I was, uh, I was doing sort of the cabaret, mm-hmm. the cabaret type. And it was really weird because it was like a parallel life because it was at that time that I knew nothing about the success of Lost Summer Love Up at Wigan, yeah. Northern Soul, the whole bit. I was in my 20s doing um, torch songs, cabaret songs. Mm-hmm. But I'd gone under my married name yeah. on TV, so of course nobody would ever have uh, coupled the two and, together. No, I know, but that's life, isn't it? Of course, it obviously was not meant to be. And uh, you know, I carried on doing that sort of stuff through the seventies. Yeah, I think didn't Lost Summer Love get a re-release in the seventies? Well, yeah, but I didn't find any of this out until the mid oh, nineteen eighty-eight to be precise. Oh, right. I knew nothing about anything that had gone on in the seventies. It was quite quite astounding that yeah i found out that in the late 70s it was released on casino classics mm-hmm. and actually then sold thousands of copies yeah yeah rightly so i know it was like what i mean when i the way i found out i tell you i it was about 1988 and uh my friend who's actually now my my hubby all right he used to read blues and soul magazines yeah and he'd, he'd seen my name with my record listed as one of the all-time, you know, top yeah. 10 records by uh, a DJ from Warrington. And I said to him, well, don't be, no, don't be silly. 
really, you know. But anyway, we started investigating. Yeah, it was. It was little old me, you know. <laughs> so, so it's quite incredible. And it's, it's on so many compilation albums now, all the tracks. Yeah. And yeah. I found all these DJs that knew nothing about me. I knew nothing about them. And I, I actually realized then that Northern Soul music was the music that I absolutely loved and I grew up to. So it was it was love all the way around, really. Yeah, brilliant. Because mm. I mean, the, the good thing about it is that um, uh, the thing for Northern so about Northern Soul for me is that each record leads you on to another record, and there's so many there's mm. so many great tracks that just didn't get oh. didn't get the promotion that they deserve, and if they had it done, they would have been so so big. Oh, I know. I know the amount of sort of stuff that you know we've we've heard now, artists and records, unbelievable. And I think it is so sad, isn't it? Because we're talking about really real music. We really are. I mean, Northern Soul music is 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 the music as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 mean, I love it, and to be part of that scene is just unbelievable. I mean, I've I've had so many amazing experiences, you know, since then. In fact, the first time that um, I was invited up to a big reunion by Kev Roberts mm -hmm. up in. Um, Oh, gosh. Yeah, Blackpool, was it? Uh, no, Stoke. Oh, Stoke, uh, King's yeah, Hall. For the, I think it was the 30th anniversary. Yeah, King's Hall all night, right? That's, it, that's yeah. it, And I was there, and they said to me, you know, you go, we'd like you to go and say, go on stage, you know, just sort of, you know, sing, sing along with your track. And right. I, really? Yeah, you go, you go. So I thought, yeah, sure, why not? I got up on that stage. Well, I, I could not be, I thought somebody had actually walked on stage behind me. <laughs> the adulation, I mean, it was unreal, honestly. And I was, yeah, I was overwhelmed. And that was the start of it all, really. Well, I mean, that that's quite a common reaction because uh, when, when they bring some of the uh, Americans over mm. who, who consider themselves to be long forgotten, yeah. the amount of them that are reduced to tears when they see the, um, the reaction they get from the audience. I know, and I've spoken to lots of them. Obviously, Dean Parrish is one of the main yeah. ones, but loads of others that I've met now along the way with similar stories to me. I think I'm probably one of the one of the only British singers, though. I have to say, yeah. a lot of them, you know, from America, but yeah. British. There's not many of us around. That no. actually, obviously, still performing. That's right, and loving it. And you um, you were performing at Skegness, which is how we met yeah, um, we back did. in yeah. uh, second year back running, in September. Yeah. That was a great weekend, wasn't it? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I think the crowds, you know, especially up north, I have to say, are absolutely brilliant. You know, I, I love it. I get such an incredible, you know, reaction. Uh, yeah, they're singing along, you know, and uh, I, I sort of adopted long after Tonight is All Over. Mm. I love singing that track. I think yeah. singing along with me, and it's just wonderful. Tonight with you for the first time. So, I mean, you, a few years ago, you brought out an LP, didn't you, of uh, Northern Soul Standards? Yeah, I did. Well, I was, again, you know, advised by a lot of the, the jocks on the scene saying, you know, you should, you should, you know, cut a CD. This was 2004. You mm -hmm. know, pick out your favourites, pick out your anthems and, and do it. And, and I did. And obviously, I loved it, getting back into the studio again. Lovely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and that you can still find that, Northern Soul Diva. It's actually still available. Right. Yeah. Do you, is that available from your site? or? Um, no, it's available on, you know, all the sites. Online, etc. Uh, et cetera. Uh, yeah, et cetera. Fantastic. Yeah, 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 all the usual places. All the usual places, yes, yes, yes. It's still and going strong. You are, so, talking of still going strong, you are back in the recording studio, aren't you? You've got a brand new single. Oh, God. Tell me about that. How did that come oh, about? Oh, gosh. Well, that was uh, from the year before in Skegness. Right. I, mean, I knew, uh, I'd known Ian Levine for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he heard me live for the first time the year before I met you, so it was a couple yep. of years ago. And last year he just sort of said to me, I want to record you. I said, oh, wow, yeah, great. Well, why not? 
And he wrote and produced two songs for me. I'm so proud of them. And it was another big moment in my life. Uh, a year ago, we were in the studio. And yeah, I've, I've got a new product out. And it's actually taken me 53 years for a follow-up single. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, I know. I do. And you co-wrote it as well, didn't you? Sorry? You co-wrote it? Yes, yeah. I was responsible for some of the lyrics. Yep, indeed, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's a great song. I love it. Yeah, both sides, actually. Yeah? Both sides. So let's have a listen to the first of two great sides then. Brand new from Lorraine Silver. This is the best time of my life. Brand new music from Lorraine Silver then. That's the best time of my life. Available now. You're uh, looking to do a, a UK tour next year. Well, we're, we're, I'm basically um, touring all the time. Again, I'm so lucky. I special guest with um, Angelo Starr's yeah. team, uh, Edwin Starr's. Bless yeah. him. Did yeah. you ever meet him? He was a lovely, lovely oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I met him quite a few times. Yeah. Great, great guy. His brother Angelo uh, is phenomenal. He is such a showman. And mm. he, he stepped into, um, you know, big boots to fill. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, he fills them. There's nobody sitting down when he's on stage. <laughs> band are awesome. Original Edwin Starr band. And, yeah, I, I do the first half of the show. I mean, it, it's fabulous. I love it. We've been doing it now for, I can't believe, maybe sort of five years. Yeah. And the dates keep coming in. And I actually, I had an amazing one a few weeks ago. Uh, I did one for Craig Charles. up oh, at right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. It was great. And I think uh, we're waiting to hear if uh, it's going to be picked up by uh, BBC TV. Oh, wow. Yes. How cool is that? To hear that? They were there. They were filming it. Lovely. With uh, Odyssey and uh, The Real Thing. Yep. Good stuff. Um, I mean, your first uh, your first date of 2019 is going to be at Hunstanton, isn't it? Yes. Um, that's again in February. Yeah. Not long now. Yeah. Sixteenth of February. I know it's not long, is it? Yes. Have you got all my dates? So it's actually <laughs> on the website. If anybody wants to know. Right. Um, your, your web address, please. It's www.lorainesilver.com. Fantastic. Easy to remember, but there's yeah, there's quite a few up there. You know, all over the country. So uh, yeah, loving it. Great stuff. Lorraine, thanks so much for giving us your time. And oh, we're going to play welcome. out now uh, with your latest single. Thank you. Lovely to talk to you. Lovely. Thank you. So we'll play out then with the second of two great sides on a brand new 45 release from uh, Lorraine Silver. This is Standing at the Intersection. <laughs> 